This episode contains depictions of violence that some may find triggering or disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Did you see, did you see the story that I just added? Oh gosh, no. Hold I on. took a video of me. Oh gosh. Okay. I can't wait. Hold on. Let me see. Is it on, is it on Instagram? Yeah. I put it on our Instagram story. I can't wait to see it. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, what am I about to watch here? Okay. <laughs> okay. So I. So I knew Andrew was going to get weirded out. I was like, okay, I'll try to like, I won't do like uh, Palo Santo. I'll just like light a candle and put some like rosemary in it and then just have the candle like burning. And he's just like, no, because all of his, uh, all of his music supplies are in here. So I was just like, okay, mm. fine. I'll just be scared. Whatever. Yeah. I saved the fuck out of this garage yeah i'm back in the garage guys <laughs> I, can't, I, can, I keep watching that video because it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> and i have my tourmaline right next to me oh my gosh hold on wait let me grab my oh there's I my have tourmaline a, hold on i'm gonna go grab all my all my crystals get it yeah go on one second I got all my shit i got all excellent <sighs> i got my satin spar tower. I got my nice. obsidian. I got. I found this out today that this awesome blue calcite that my friend Fright sent me as a gift mm-hmm. has uh like healing properties. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like f- for calming, and then if you have negative emotions, all you have to do is just like hold it, and then it'll turn those negative emotions into positive emotions. Oh. Which is a re- and it's such a cool looking. It's such a cool looking stone. So I love it. I'm not so familiar much. with many of the or any of the calcites. I mean, yeah. I know what calcites are, but I've just never worked with them or yeah. known really like their properties. I like, I feel like I just, I want like a version of all the stones. <laughs> I just love rocks. <laughs> I feel like it has to do with just being in a relationship with Andrew who loves rocks too. And I guess oh, he, used cool. to have, he used to have like Perfect. a rock collection. So, you know, he's not really into all the like metaphysical bs but he does really love rocks and the way they look and how they're formed and stuff like that i used to have a rock collection simply for scientific purposes um i was on when i was in elementary school i was on this thing called hands-on science and it was this after school program that's where i really got into like physical science and rocks and started my rock collection nice um yeah i was i was it was pretty dope collection i have no idea where that went you know it's so weird like being an adult and getting into like stones and crystals because as a kid i just never thought they were like i was like like crystals aren't really real are they they're not like a real thing they're like made up they're make-believe but then when you get older you're like oh shit crystals are actually like a thing Mm -hmm. like those pretty things actually exist and it's incredible yeah, there's this Etsy that I um, 
that I follow. I'm being horrible because I can't remember their name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But um, other than Amber, another stone slash crystal that comes only from uh, Dominican Republic, exclusively you can only find it from Dominican Republic, is uh, Larimar. And they just got a huge ass shipment of all these gorgeous Larimar uh, stones. Oh. And it's this, if you haven't seen, like, you need to look it up because it's pretty. It pretty much looks like, like what the, what the ocean waves look like when it splashes on shore. Like it's um, marbled, like sea blue and white. It's gorgeous. Um, and one day I want to have a really big Larimar. La- I'm saying it with How do you say it again? Larimar? Larimar. It's um, L-A-R. I-M-A-R. So it was discovered by this guy who, um, when he discovered the rock, or I don't know if he discovered it, but the person who coined the name for Larimar, obviously it looks like the sea, so Mar, and then his daughter's name was Larissa, mm-hmm. so he put put them two together, so it was Larimar. That's really pretty. I love that story. Yeah, yeah. and that's um, Crystal Bedtime Stories with Maria. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer those over the ones we're about to read, man. <laughs> yeah. Why are, Why don't we do like the opposite after just read a lot of happy stories? Wait, hold on. Before we start, though, we have to like, we have to set the mood, set the tone. So it is a full moon today. It's the flower moon, guys. The super flower full moon. Yes. I'm so stoked. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I have. I'm, no, go I'm going to do moon water right this time. I'm not going to gulp it. Okay, so Andrew <laughs> bought me this like amazing big giant bowl, like plastic. It's like plastic, but it looks glass. And you were talking about moon tea. And I was like, I'm going to brew some moon tea in that thing. I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, one of the things that I discovered just today um, that I was relaying to Melanie earlier was uh, not just like putting out obviously like water to become moon water, but also uh, making moon tea. So I got, I have this huge pitcher that has like a built-in infuser. And so I'm just going to have it it infuse tea overnight. And so I'm going to have that some fucking moon tea. Get the moon tea on. (laughs) Okay. Because I feel so bad for not plugging them correctly. I found them on Etsy. It's called loving thyself rocks. Um, they're based out of Florida. They have an Etsy. They also have their Instagram. So we'll link that in the show notes. But um, yeah, they have a ton of Larimar that just came in as well as a bunch of other stones. But um, yeah. Man, I Love can't wait guys. to look them out. Uh, look them out. Look them up. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. Who wants to like, should we, uh, how do we start today even? There's so many stories. All right. So uh, we, have okay. to, we have to preface though. We like yeah. sent out like, hey guys, like send us your stories. It's gonna be cool. And I was like, we're gonna get so many. It's gonna be amazing. And then like we didn't get one. We were just sitting there waiting. And then well, my like- friend Hannah was very mm-hmm. good. She was early on the very first person yeah, that that's true. um put her story in. But there was like a drought. Like yes. no one. And we're like, oh my god, we're not gonna have any stories to read. I guess we're gonna have to fill up the time just telling our own stories. And yeah, last minute, man. Everybody just started like, I think like my sisters were, they finally hopped on the train and then 
my friends kind of hopped on and I like I'm so thankful thank you guys for sending stuff in like I really do appreciate it because it really makes like it makes it fun for us like reading our friends stories but also Mm -hmm. we have some people that I don't I don't we have uh, have a couple of people that that are just I think are they're the listener, they're followers of yeah. the podcast. So that's like super exciting. I can't wait to read those. Um, but yeah, I just want to like, thank you guys so much for taking the time out to like share your stories with us. Thank you. Oh, I saved. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin is choking over there. <laughs> I he love just, you. Thank you for the flowers. Yeah, he just brought her. Can you bring him up to my room? <laughs> Everyone meet Gavin. Can you take him up to my room? Who's everyone? Well, I mean, the listeners. All the viewers. You could Not viewers, listeners. It's a podcast. All the casters. All the casters. Goodbye. I would have just, when he said, like, everyone, I would have been like, you know, all the ghosts. Oh, stop. Oh, I so did not. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. My yeah, my 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 wonderful boyfriend. I texted him. I'm like, oh I I we don't really have flowers other than lavender yeah. in my backyard. And I'm like, how can I celebrate? Like I have some lavender on my altar hanging because it's drying. Yeah. Um, but I wanted some more flowers to adorn my altar with for the flower full moon. Right. And I texted Gavin, I'm like, my mom needs some sun fresh cilantro for dinner tonight dot 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 also could you get me a bouquet of flowers <laughs> and i'm like not even like for fan like not for me i mean it is for me but i'll venmo you because i wanted flowers Aww. and he fully had my he was pulling my leg when I, um he called me um on the phone and he's like i'm so sorry i couldn't find any flowers and i kind of forgot and i'm so sorry and i'm like oh that's okay i guess the lavender will do or i don't know and he got me flowers. <laughs> They're like, nope, we didn't really do this, but we did. No. Um, I love when my boyfriend gets me flowers when I tell him to. <laughs> so funny. In the car, I was just like, you don't even need to get me flowers. Just get me wine. Because <laughs> Mother's Day is coming up. And there I was go. like reading, you know, because I, I sent out that like uh, that spell that I'm planning on doing. I don't know if you're going to do it tonight, but I'm planning on doing it tonight. And it calls for like wine. And I was like, I, I need it. for the spell. <laughs> First item wine that's love the, it that's the only item that matters in the spell <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so yeah it's, so it's a full moon mother's day is coming up on a sunday so uh happy mother's day to all you mothers out there um mothers with babies mothers with without their babies also those that um don't have their moms to celebrate exactly. where we see you too yeah and those that yeah. you know have strained relationships with their mother as well yeah yeah just happy but mother's yeah. day guys happy mother's day guys celebrating all the maternal figures in your life so yeah so here is our first listener episodes like i've been honestly this might be the only reason why i wanted a podcast <laughs> <laughs> same though i'm really excited for this just to hear everybody's like uh i'm so stoked stories mm-hmm. yeah i'm really really totally. excited I'll kick things off. Yes, please. Um, so I, I mentioned Hannah, uh, my friend, and she was the first one that got a story in. And it's like, um, this one's really kind of short and sweet, but I love it so much. Um, I kind of was bad and I read this ahead of time. I haven't read any of them. <laughs> the rest of them I have not read at all other I, than like maybe the first line. Actually, um, that's, I want, 
yeah, that's uh, not true. I did read my sister Amanda's because I was Ooh. I wanted to know what she was talking about, and okay. I wasn't disappointed. So <laughs> cool. So first, listener stories from Hannah. Subject: What up, my witches? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hi, witches. I have a paranormal story that has stuck with me since childhood. When I was nine years old, my grandma, mom's mom, passed away suddenly. It was very hard on my mom and me. I had spent a week or two with my grandma and grandpa every summer since I was three years old. While I stayed with them, my grandma would make breakfast every morning. She was well known for being like a tornado in the kitchen. The food was always (laughs) delicious, but she made a ton of noise trying to get it all prepared. (laughs) That's super cute. Yeah. Um, Well, a couple nights after she had passed, I heard a lot of noise in the kitchen in the middle of the night. I thought my mom was just restless, so I went to go see what she was doing. I walked out of my room and found a little girl standing in my hallway. Okay. I went to walk toward her, and she ran away. I followed her toward the kitchen and noticed that all of the cabinets and drawers were open. While planning my grandma's service, my mom and I were looking through pictures. My mom showed me a picture, and I immediately recognized the girl in the photo. It was the girl from the hallway. When I told my mom, she told me it was my grandma when she was close to my age at the time. What? That's so cool. I, know. Oh my I just gosh. got chills. That's so cute. I love that story. I know. Now, some might say, well, she's seen the picture before and her mind made it up. But the photo albums came from my aunt and I had never seen the picture before. Also, explain the cabinets and drawers. For real, though. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for reading my story, ladies. Blessed be Hannah Cooper, new pagan witch. Oh, oh, thank you, Hannah. Thank I love you, Hannah. that story so much. Can I just say she I, is such a sweetheart, man. I love her. I know. Yeah, Hannah's so great. Yeah. Um, I first it's so funny because um Hannah and I went to Dominican uh together and um it was one of those it's a tiny campus, guys. It's a tiny university. Um and I never really met her at all. Maybe I'd seen her, but never like was introduced to her or anything. I didn't really get to know her, be friends with her until we were bridesmaids together um, for my friend Mariah's wedding a couple of years ago. Um, right. but yeah, she's just been, she's just so sweet. Yeah, she's she great. really is. Like shout out to her for yeah. just being awesome and supporting us. Yeah, she was right on it when we said that we wanted stories. Oh, man. I love it. You know, anyway. I'm really excited for this episode, but I'm also kind of not because I'm so bad at reading like I'm just I if y'all haven't noticed by now I I struggle with uh communication and talking and being verbal so um bear with me if I fuck this shit up okay (laughs) just you know read slow right no rush no rush right 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 right. um I'm glad too that we like start off with like on a positive note and now we're probably going to get into some fucked up shit. I don't know, man. I like I said, I haven't uh Let's see. I haven't read any of these. Okay, so Jerry Collins. She writes in and she says, Hey girls, I'm stoked for your podcast. I thought I'd send in a short witchy story. I have a bunch of paranormal stories too, some true, some fiction. I'm an Arthur. Um, she says, but this story is about me and is definitely true. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. I love that it's witchy. Yeah. You know, it, 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 
Yeah, like uh, PSA, guys, it doesn't have to be paranormal. You can totally send in true crime slash witchy stories. It's an everything episode, guys. There's there, like, like yeah. my friend Fright wrote in because I don't know if we're going to be able to get to their story, but they wrote in and they were like, I don't know what the theme is. There's there's no theme ever. So just whatever you plan on. Well, I mean, don't write anything. <laughs> Do we are going to read stuff that we're interested in. Oh, yeah. No, no, I know. But I mean, like in terms of. Uh, but yeah, like pretty much all the topics that we cover in this podcast is fair game. Yeah. yeah. OK, I'll get back to the story now. I'm so sorry, Jerry, for that. Um, my path to the craft, she says. To give you some context, I started my path to the craft back in 2015. It was similar to many others. I've been raised as a Christian, and I questioned it constantly once I was in high school. Eventually, I became fed up with everything related, and in my mind, officially considered myself no longer Christian. I feel you. Um, (laughs) I ended up really coming to terms with who I was and who I was becoming. I've always been deeply empathetic, and I realized it was because I'm an empath. And that led me to different thoughts. I challenged myself and my beliefs constantly. Was this what I thought? Should things be this way? Is this what I believe? That led me to the White Witch Parlor on YouTube. And thanks to Jenna, the rest is history. I understood why I've always had a love affair with all things nature and why I loved animals more than most and why I saw patterns everywhere more so than others. I slowly learned that the universe and nature were more than just these abstract ideas. It led me to more and more strings, and then I settled into learning witchcraft without formally joining any one religion. I consider myself pagan, if anything, and I'm happy to not really give myself any labels outside of that. I'm a witch, but I am also gentle with myself, and I know that my practice ebbs and flows, which is also something I think newer witches or pagans struggle with. So here's the story. My experience with dream work magic. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. We really have to cover this at some point. Yeah. This is awesome. I can't wait. All right. Nightmarish, to say the least. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) About three years ago, when I was really coming into my own with my practice, I decided that one area I wanted to delve into was dream work. You see, I have some pretty crazy sleep paralysis. Me too. Sleep paralysis episodes. And as someone with severe sleep apnea... That's the way you say it, right? Yeah. Uh, who also has to wear a CPA, CPAP mask. Is oh, that like yeah. for your jaw? Mm-hmm. No, it's um, it's a mask that helps regulate your breathing because sleep apnea is basically like your body kind of forgets how to breathe when you're um, sleeping. And so like people with sleep apnea tend to be like loud snores. Oh, Okay. My, that's my dad awesome. has one of those masks and he should use it, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like if your dad's listening, this is like a, like a, like a, hey, wear that thing. <laughs> please, please, dad. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, it's pretty much like it's this, um, uh, it's kind of like a breathing apparatus mask. So it, it just helps you helps regulate your sleep so that you're not like not breathing, which is what causes the apnea. You go <gasps> like your body kind of goes into shock kind of. Oh my gosh, like, that sounds <gasps> scary. Yeah. yeah. I thought I had bad, like a bad time sleeping. I'm so sorry, Jerry. It sounds like you have like a real shit time. Yeah. And it's, there's different severities for sure. Like my dad, he sleeps fine. He doesn't remember struggling breathing. 
Mm. It's really loud. And then some people have a lot of issues sleeping because like they wake up every time like gasping for air because their body is just forgetting to breathe in. Oh my gosh. That sounds like crazy. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Jerry story. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah. We keep, uh, I feel so bad. We're the worst, Jerry. Sorry, (laughs) Jerry. (laughs) Okay. I got used to it over the years. Uh, it really flared up when I became an adult. And once I gave into the idea that maybe there was something to be done about this, I made up my mind. I was going to get involved and see exactly what was going on in my brain and outside of it. My Mm. first attempt was actually three years ago, almost to the day. My husband lost his aunt to breast cancer back in 2012. I'm so sorry. Um, after she survived it, after she'd survived it. Oh, she, okay. Sorry. Almost lost. Oh, almost. Okay. I like word. I, I totally thought uh, that it said that they did lose her. And so I was like, I'm so sorry. But also, I'm so sorry that, that she had to fight Go that. through that anyways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. After she survived it. So she it, survived it. Okay. Yeah. Did you also think that that she lo- that they lost her? For some Maybe reason, my brain went over, there. I think your brain skimmed over the word almost because I just heard when she lost or when. Yeah. Oh, my anyways. gosh. We're the worst. Um. <laughs> After she survived it and was in remission for 13 years, she was uh, almost like a mother to him, and it broke his heart. She Mm. was an amazing woman, um, and the first person that really made me question what I had always been taught. She did her own thing and was never apologetic about it. She was free-spirited, and I love her so much. She was the kind of person I wanted to become. Anyway, at that time, my husband was going through a rough time family-wise. He was dreaming of about his aunt and his granddaddy who he also loved dearly and helped raise him every every other night oh he was having those dreams every other every other night okay uh it was bizarre and freaking him out a little it hit me that maybe i could do something about it maybe i could help help him okay this is something i have to say too i'm so sorry we keep like uh going off the letter here but something about like learning how to use your ability by helping someone else is is really big it's like oh yeah it's like Mm -hmm. you want to have these you want to have these abilities and you want to like hone in on them but you don't know how to do it for yourself so you start doing it for other people because like you it's like almost that like motivation to help someone else is stronger than the will to help yourself if does that make any sense yeah totally so that and i think that's um it's a very exciting time when you feel like you can help somebody yeah. with your gifts. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. It hit me that maybe I could do something about it. Maybe I could help him with an easier, peaceful sleep. So I busted out my spell book, a notebook, my computer, and all of my usual go-to books. I wanted to put together a dreamless sleep talisman for him and put it under his pillow. Oh, that's so sweet. My husband is supportive, but doesn't hold stock in any of my practice. I understand, man. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I get it, too. Yeah, so this is this is Andrew. I get it. He's a very logical guy. So is Andrew. <laughs> we, I think we both have that, right? Like with um, oh, Gavin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when oh, yeah. I told him about it, he just kind of shrugged and said it was pointless, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> oh, man. Do I understand? All right. Uh, it worked. For weeks, he had better sleep. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> um, so we, him. <laughs> yes. We never talked about it because I think he was a little spooked, honestly. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I was amazed, but I had confidence in myself, and that made me want to try other things that much more. Yeah, I totally get you, girl. Um, I love it. That's awesome that you helped him. I'm super proud of you. Uh, so while I... 
well, I decided I did want to see his aunt. I missed her and I wanted to connect with her in a way that made sense in my dreams. She collected a bunch of dream catchers and always talked about her dreams. I wasn't sure how exactly she would show up, but I had confidence that she would somehow. I performed a quick spell to see her in my dreams that night. I used a mirror. I wrote on it with her favorite color lipstick. Oh, this is so cute. I placed it on my... See, this is the kind of like mirror magic that like everybody gets so scared of mirrors, but there's so many more things you can do with mirrors. And this is like a perfect example. Granted, mirrors are fucking creepy. They are, but they can be used. (laughs) Like you can, you can, there's just so many things you can do with mirrors. And this is just like such a, like, thank you for sharing this. This is a very nice way to use mirrors. Yes. Okay. I placed it on the nightstand next to me, programming some of the crystals to help me connect as well. My mistake. The next morning I woke up so sick I couldn't think straight. Oh gosh, did what? we just did we just did we just get like too excited too quickly? <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. I know. It made no sense. I was perfectly fine the night before. I even felt good because I'd worked out that day and ate well. But there I was crying in bed because I thought for sure I had some crazy illness. I couldn't breathe right. I had the Whoa. worst migraine I'd ever I'd ever had my entire head was stuffed up and I just felt so out of it I didn't want to eat I didn't want anything and moving even the slightest inch hurt when I went to the doctor they checked me out for everything they could think of they even did an x-ray on my chest to check for pneumonia they considered it an upper respiratory infection and gave me meds it took me almost a week to bounce back I chalked it up to a coincidence I didn't have any dreams that night and I was bummed after I felt better, but I figured I could eventually try to uh, find some other way. Funny, it took me over a year and a half to want to to want to do any kind of dream work again. Yeah, I imagine like after you went to a hospital and had to get Yikes. a fucking x-ray, I wouldn't want to do it either. Hmm. Um, man, I feel really bad because I was like, this mirror magic is definitely going to do it. And this is awesome. <laughs> and then she's in the hospital I feel so bad okay fast forward then there were some dreams that I specifically wanted to have but I thought maybe it was safer to try to reach out to someone through the veil maybe that was where I went wrong last time it was a simple enough spell I made a special dream oil carefully picking safe ingredients and a gentle carrier for my non-toxic essential oils I worked them all together and dabbed some on my wrist just barely just to try it out for the day and to make sure it didn't break me out. So far, so good. So I placed a light dab over my third eye and went to sleep. Oh my God. Oh my God. What? (laughs) I woke up and it was worse than the last time. This time, yeah. Oh no. No. Jerry, no. (laughs) Okay. This time I had remembered something in my sleep and it was not something I wanted to remember. I saw a dark doorway being blocked by all these weird beams of white light and past it was a fog. It was so eerie that it freaked me out. When I woke up, I became violently ill. This time my stomach added to everything. And on top of that, I had my first case of terrible, terrible vertigo. My vertigo, yikes. Yeah, my life felt like it went upside down. When I finally came around, I looked at the facts. I'm a very logical person myself, but I also include that logic that there are so many things none of us understand and say that magic and the mystical are just a bunch of pseudoscience isn't taking that notion into consideration. It hit me that once 
is a coincidence, but twice, no. There's a pattern for a reason. I instantly knew that I was being barred from dream work, though. Oh, I couldn't figure out Like her why. body just didn't want her to do it. I couldn't figure out what was in the way, and was it for my own safety? I kind of think it is, though with the episodes after, I'm not sure. So ever since then, I've had the weirdest cases of sleep paralysis. Like I said, I've had this problem since I became an adult. It's not always some weird shadow or whatever. A lot of times it'll be things that aren't necessarily creepy, but really weird at the same time. For example, mm. I've seen three times since the beginning of the year that there was writing on my bedroom walls. We have a royal blue painted bedroom and the words always look the same. Like someone used a shiny wet clear glue paint, one foot tall letters into a sentence. I've seen mm. them to my right, to my left and right above my head on the ceiling. Every time oh. it happens, I read them and I never remember what they say. Damn it. That was going to be my question. What do they say? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that happens a lot in dreams too. Like sometimes I try to remember like numbers, but as soon as you wake up, you just forget it. <clears throat> do you ever like have one of those dreams where in the dream you understand the entire fabric of existence and yes. you're like I've done it and then you wake up and you lost it yeah no for sure that's why I used to I used to have like a dream journal that I would keep right at my bed and so even if I was like half half awake I would try to write down what I'd seen and so that's why I said like sometimes I'll mm. try to remember numbers because uh I felt like those numbers had like such a huge significance and to this day I have no I don't know why um but yeah oh, so, so she couldn't remember the writings on the wall as soon as she woke up yeah um the way these sleep paralysis this is so crazy because the way that she's describing her sleep paralysis is very similar to things that like I've also experienced so it's like very mm -hmm. cool to read about someone else experiencing like I'm I feel you're bad. not the only one I'm not the only one okay <laughs> The way these sleep paralysis episodes work are sort of like an overhead projector. I get that. Do y'all remember those? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Overhead projector with like the clear yep. thing. And then they would use the dry erase markers to write notes. Yeah, that's I totally yep. feel that. OK, the projector itself is like my actual surroundings because I am technically awake when I see these things. Yeah, I totally get it. The clear plastic sheet where the teacher would write with a special <laughs> yes. marker that layers yeah. over the projector is like the things I see uh, superimposed into my actual surroundings, sort of like a thin but very real feeling layer over what's really there. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I totally feel you on that. I mean, okay. I haven't had sleep paralysis like that, but I've had dreams like that. Dude, it's like I feel like sleep paralysis is like is like awake it's like you're it's like being awake inside a dream that's not quite a dream it's like you know it's it's like this, right i call it i feel like it's right. like a you're in the veil right that's how i feel about it and all of like the logical scientific folk are gonna be like well that's just the dream chemicals running no, through well, that's what, that's what I and it might that might be, but you're still like in a state, I believe, where you're open to the veil. Yeah, I don't care what those people say. Like, I just I just feel like I just feel like there's more than just like the chemicals going on in your brain. I'm sorry. That's just like my personal belief. Give, give me all the science on it. Tell me why I'm wrong. I do it. I dare you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you haven't experienced it, you're lucky. 
but also incredibly hard to explain. Yeah, exactly. Like if you've never experienced it, like explaining to somebody what sleep paralysis feels like, especially when you're like seeing the veil out. That's the way that I describe it. Like Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, so you're hallucinating. All right. Like, no, buddy, that's not what's happening. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, these words have shown up several times. And I've physically gotten out of bed to check them out. Never can I remember what they say. Jeez. Uh, I've also seen things moving above above my head on my ceiling. I've actually had to stare it down because it takes me a good 30 to 40 seconds to really realize that it's not real. Was oh. it, What was it? I have no idea. It was as if something small and white like a handkerchief was crawling along the ceiling in the dark. Weird, I know. But I see all these things all the time. Yeah. Wow. I can't even Damn. describe like the understanding that I'm feeling, like this feeling of just like, I get you. Um, you know, this happens to my grandma um, really? when she's going to bed. It's kind of like the opposite, though. She won't wake up in a sleep paralysis state. She's actually falling asleep, but she's still awake. Like her eyes are still open. So and she can I sees just, like spirits and stuff. Can I just like, break appear. down? why it's considered sleep like sleep paralysis and like what your body's going through it's like your brain during the REM cycle and it's your brain putting all these chemicals in your body so that way you don't act out your dreams right Mm -hmm. um and this only happens in the REM cycle and the REM cycle is in the beginning when you're first falling asleep and at the end when you're first waking up so those are the only times you're really going to be feeling this potential sleep paralysis and so it makes sense that she would feel it right before sleep because that's also a REM cycle so yeah there you go where was I okay weird the handkerchief yes weird I know but I see things things all the time and I know the truth is that something in my brain or somewhere else in the universe I'm not meant to understand dreams maybe I already know too much maybe like I said my brain is trying to protect me I think that's exactly what's happening to be honest with you Um, but I will say that I'm never going to attempt dream work again for as long as I live. (laughs) Don't try the mirror trick, you guys. Forget what I said in the beginning of this episode. Hopefully I'll figure out a way to live at peace with sleep paralysis. Yeah, I don't know. You and me both. Uh, anyway, that's my story. If it took too long to share, that's okay. But feel free to share it if you like. I, I'm so glad that you wrote this in and it was not too long. So thank you, Jerry, for sending this in. And I'm so sorry if I botched it because I'm terrible at reading. But there you go. That's what you have. All right. All right. So my thought um, was when she was saying how she like felt violently ill. Yeah. And she was connecting to her, was her husband, her boyfriend's husband? husband's aunt i think she said husband i'm pretty sure she said husband's aunt yes your so's aunt um what have you connected with her too much where you were going through like how she felt dude that's okay that's where my mind went that's exactly i feel like i feel like instead of like communicating with her she got all of the residual feelings like right what's before that she- like claire um it's not clairvoyance because clairvoyance is when you see something claire mm-hmm. um and, and she said she was an empath yeah so what if she was uh cl- like claire sentience i forgot oh, oh. let me let me look at this up because I've- yeah there's a list of- okay i'm trying to think would it be like sensation or feeling i guess yeah so claire sentience yeah i knew it oh all right cool no that's yeah that's really that's, that's what it felt like that that's what it was yeah yeah no like like i don't know all of these as well i know that like being clairvoyant is is 
you know, overall encompassing or whatever. Um, like it's like, that's what people go to immediately. But yeah, it sounds like she's clear sentient because it says clear sentience is clear sensation or, or feeling to perceive information by feeling within the entire mm -hmm. body without any other stimuli related to the feeling or information. So Dude, that's what it is. Dude, I, that's what I thought too. I was like, I, I don't know mm -hmm. if Jerry felt that way, but if you were curious as to why you were feeling that way, maybe that's what it is. Maybe you were in contact yeah. with her, but you weren't in contact in the way that you you wanted, wanted to be. It to be exactly like you're not seeing her, you're not talking to her, but you're, you're like feeling. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm sorry for you and your husband's loss. She sounds like she was a wonderful woman, yeah. and I'm sorry that you have to have so much sleep issues hopefully you find something that that helps alleviate that i'm, um, I'm trying to figure yeah. out the sleep paralysis thing too so like we're on this journey together jerry i'll tell you if i find <laughs> anything <laughs> all right so this next story is um another one who i think is just a listener i don't i'm not i don't know annika annika witch i'm not sure i don't know is your last name actually witch because that'd be fucking amazing but I don't know if maybe she just wanted her last name to be um, <laughs> anonymous, but she wrote in as Annika Witch. She, her, hers. And this is paranormal. Okay. And this is like a, a, um, a quick one. Okay. My family was planning a trip a few years back and we were going to stay with my great grandma. I was just casually mentioned that the suit of armor in grandma's hall really creeped me out. <laughs> that would creep me out too. Yeah. The suit of armor? Does your grandma live in a castle? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, uh, so she casually mentioned that. Um, blah, blah. And my mom looked really alarmed and said, what did you just say? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> grandma never had a suit of armor, turns out. A family member I never knew had a suit of armor, and it scared my mom when she was little. Oh, my gosh. My older brother passed away within the hour of his birth. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but in every house we live in, I feel someone there, but it's not a stranger presence. And sometimes it feels like a hug or someone rubbing my hand. And I think that's my brother. Aww. That's so sweet. That is really sweet. Also, when I was listening to your first episode while doing the dishes at night and you were talking about ghosts I felt something and it wasn't happy at all so I just went to bed and watched Frozen until I could sleep oh, I feel that oh no I feel that so much oh my god oh Annika thank you for writing that in I love how it was a little bit of a little bit of scary a little bit of sweet yeah exactly. a little bit of suspense yeah a suit of armor for good measure <laughs> That's so true. What, what a weird thing what and like okay so that's another um because if, if it was her mom that was scared of the suit of armor and yeah. but she was seeing the suit of armor that was creeping her out but the the suit of armor was supernatural was never there that's really wild yes yeah, it's, it's fucking okay bizarre um well, that's it thank yeah. you so much annika thank you so much for that okay so this next one uh so i got two two of my uh three sisters Two of my three sisters sent. Only uh, three? I feel like you have like 20. It's a whole party. I, how many siblings you have? <laughs> okay. I literally was like sitting one day and I'm like, how many sisters? No, does everybody does that. <laughs> They're like, oh, I thought you only had one sister. Like, no, I got, I got three. <laughs> and a brother. Amazing. Okay. So, so this is my sister, Tabitha. She's the youngest of us and she's got two kids. Uh, and uh, so this is her story. Her subject, by the way, is ghosty shit. 
Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, so she says, so probably my first experience with the supernatural, you might remember, Melanie, was when I was a little girl. This little girl would visit me every single night. And oh, this is something wow, like that. Yeah, this is something that I still remember in vivid detail to this day is what she looked like. She was a smaller child with one half of her face being almost completely black and the other um, half of her face almost completely white. Every, oh my god, was she hell? I don't know. Every Like like you know the hell from um uh Norse mythology? Dude, I, I you would know better than me, I don't know. You would fucking love hell. Anyways, hell is like this um goddess in Norse mythology and half of her face is like beautiful and pristine and the other one is like a skull or is like dead or is just black. There's different versions of it, but she has like a half half and half face. I'm into that. Anyways, I hope it was in hell. Probably wasn't hell. Anyways, moving on. Sorry, Tabitha. <laughs> it's okay. So every night I would be asleep and then I'd start getting that rising of the hair on the back of the neck feeling like of being watched. I'd open my eyes or turn my head slightly and she'd not even be an inch from my face. That is oh my God, fucking no. terrifying. Why does that? Oh, I, that is like my worst fear of like, <sighs> Okay. Every time I'd wake up, she'd dart away through the wall. And this is something that went on for a good year, if not a few years. I still have no idea if it was some sort of spirit that was just trying to connect with me or if it was something more malevolent. But I believe at one point I was so terrified that I woke my mom up after it happened. She went to the window um, that the spirit went through and essentially attempted to banish her. I'm not sure if she kept coming after that point, but I do remember feeling like she was on the other side of the window pissed off. (laughs) That's like a terrible feeling to have. Yikes. Okay. One thing that might interest you guys was when I was little, I used to stay at my own. This is, this is, I think I know what she's talking about because I feel like I've talked to her about this before. I used to stay at my Oma and Opa's uh, house, my grandma and grandpa's. I use the Dutch term terms because for this story, it's very important. That's what she says. Um, okay. Because we lived in the Netherlands. I don't know if I ever mentioned that. So I speak Dutch and my sisters speak Dutch and we all lived in the Netherlands for a while. But anyways, I digress. Um, when I'd stay there occasionally a woman would stay there as well her name was little Oma which is my Oma's mother Um, this is what we'd call her she was my great grandmother and unusually short for a Dutch woman hence Uh little now I remember this woman very well I spent a good amount of time with her one time she sat up with me in the halls and taught me how to sew. I spent enough time with her to know how she liked eggs. And I, I can honestly say that I love this woman who spent so much time with me in my childhood. One day in my late teens, I asked my mother what happened to little Oma. And she looked at me funny and she said, Oh my God. Do you mean your tanta, your, your tanta, your aunt Hen- Henny? I looked and I said, no, little Oma, the lady who slept in the pink room. And she said, that was tanta Henny, sweetheart that very tall one and i said no 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 mom the very short older lady little oma to which i fucking shit you not she says you couldn't have seen little oma she died shortly after you were born (gasps) oh my god this is the greatest story ever (laughs) i described her quickly and she confirmed that's exactly why i was describing so the woman i had spent so much of my childhood with was in fact her spirit oh my god okay so so i know this for to be to be true because i i was very young when we spent time with my little oma 
and she taught us how to do a lot of different things and i remember she was like she was so cute she she was wait so you remember her i remember, remember the her spirit because, as well no i never saw her spirit uh -oh. but okay. i i knew her as a person because at oh, the time okay, okay. i was about five my my sister tabitha was born like a year after that or something mm -hmm. um and she never met little oma little oma passed away of cancer so of breast cancer so tabitha never met her but when tabitha told me about her like i remember talking about her and i was like you there's no way because she was dead so you'd never know her Whoa. um so yeah i do remember this story uh and she was just like the sweetest lady um and she was a painter Aww. too which is awesome so Aww. all right so then she has let me tell you artistic abilities definitely run in your family dude well i mean yeah yeah i guess you're yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah i was seeing i think it was amanda yeah amanda I, for sure i started following amanda on instagram she doesn't even know who i am um <laughs> no, i doubt that <laughs> oh my god she is a amazing like illustrator like you like drawer like her her she's quite the artist oh my god it's definitely you guys have a gene oh thank you well mm -hmm. um Okay, so there's a little bit more to this story. Let me get through oh it. Oh my god, okay. Okay, so Hold she on, has... let me just take a sip of my tea. <laughs> I know. All right, so she says, Years later, we ended up moving to this new house, and this particular house, for me, was horrible. Most days we lived there, I'd wake up with long scratches down my back and I could, that I couldn't oh. even reach. Dark, oh big bruises everywhere, among other things. The first night that we stayed there, I remember most vividly, we went to bed. My mother and I slept on the same mattress while I was trying to fall asleep. It sounded like there was at least five people running around the house. Most of the house was with wooden floors. So um, when someone was walking around, you'd really hear it. As well as there was several voices talking. I remember turning over to my mom and before I could even say anything, she quickly said, I hear it too, honey. Just ignore it and try to sleep. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that phrase is still I the love, scariest thing. Oh my I love, though, how your mom was like, totally believed you guys like the, oh, the part where she was like banishing the little girl and then she's like honey it's okay like just go There's, i hear him too it's, yeah. that's great that she's like affirming your guys's experiences my sister and i were actually talking about this not my sister tabitha and i but my sister amanda we were talking about how we don't know if that was actually good for us or not because now we are so paranoid about <laughs> things Aww. so it's like it could be considered really good like yes my mom always confirmed the way we, that we felt but also she scared the shit out of us because she knew about it and like she would like do these <laughs> things and and so it i think it just depends on how you deal with it sure so yeah but but that wasn't even the closest thing that i experienced there even close to the thing I experienced there, whatever it was, would mimic our voices. So we'd randomly hear oh, them. Ew. Yeah. So we'd ra randomly hear them calling to us from another room. My mom says at one point she even she was showering and she even saw me standing in front of the bathroom mirror and I, quote unquote, disappeared. <gasps> oh, ew. Yeah. Um, then she says that she would regularly see shadow people and hear whispering throughout the house so that you could just constantly feel like you're being watched. She oh said God. she'd wake up with bruises like fingerprints around her wrists and ankles. Uh, the entire time we lived there was just hell. Uh, she says then it was a long time after moving out of the house that I, th before I dealt with anything else. Um, this house, a couple of things would happen. The doors opening and closing by themselves, little things. This was probably the silliest part. We logged into our Netflix account and <laughs> one day there was a new profile under the name JSSK. Uh, we jokingly started calling oh. this account 
this spirit, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica would slam doors, steal things, cause cups and the like to be thrown off the counter. Um, the regular ghosty shit. However, one time my eldest son, who is two and a half, I would catch him behind the couch talking to nothing. We had this one particular toy that was really adorable little bee. It had a day setting where it would talk and a night setting where it would play lullabies and um, an off setting. You'd have to flip the switch to get it to turn on. This toy had a habit of turning on randomly by itself and saying things like, hi, come play with me and the like. Ew, 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 ew. Nope, nope. <laughs> I know. I finally had had enough one day when my mom was like babysitting my oldest while my partner and I were going to the store. I turned to my mom and I said, okay, we're leaving now. And the toy turned on itself, giggles. Ha ha, bye bye. <gasps> <gasps> At that point. Oh my God. <laughs> gosh. At that point, uh, I threw it in the bag and put it above a high shelf in our storage room. Um, that's not the end, however. Instead, a couple of months later or so, we would go through my son's toy box and find it buried at the bottom of the bin. No matter how many times we put it away, it kept randomly popping up in his toy box. I even attempted mm. to throw it into the trash a couple of times, and it still kept popping up in his box. Mm. At the same mm. time as this, one day my partner was asleep while I was trying to get my son to sleep. My partner came out of the bedroom and proceeded to ask me why I came in and pushed him. And I said <laughs> I hadn't. Um, I'd been with our son the entire time. According to him, he'd seen me come into the room, push him on the bed, and then run out the room very quickly. I obviously had done nothing of the sort. My my son's relationship with this entity continued up until the point where we moved a year ago. And uh, I still catch him playing with her. And he's become extremely secretive about it when this entity. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. He would be very secretive. But since they moved, he hasn't said anything. Yeah. So she Love said, it. those are oh. all of my noteworthy experiences. I hope they're useful for your podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure if it is medically possible to have the amount of goosebumps that I have. <laughs> that was a long story. I've had some, t- I've had two, like, my, my mouth hurts. Okay. <laughs> like yeah you've gotten some long ones yeah all right all right right. your turn wow tabitha holy crap um (gasps) switching gears um so this oh my gosh this story is from my best friend marie and marie thank you so much for writing in um i I think i know what story she wrote in so (laughs) nice uh, for this subject she put Setting the expectation, the greatest story that ever was ever. (laughs) I love you, Marie. (laughs) From Marie Niemeyer. She says, hi, Marie and Melanie. First and foremost, and this is all caps. I freaking love your new podcast. That's so sweet. I am really excited for you guys and this new adventure. And I miss you both. Smiley face. But anyway, I reached out to share a story. This story is not mine, but my grandmother's. My grandma is a lovely woman, soft-spoken, artistic, and strong-willed. I have always looked up to her and know that if she tells me a story, that it is the truth through and through. I remember this one story in particular that she had told me a couple years ago that has always stuck with me ever since. It was summertime, and my grandma and I were sitting out in her backyard enjoying the warm breeze and the shade. We were relaxing and catching up when the topic of ghosts came up as it as it does as it does (laughs) (laughs) lovely weather 
See that kind of shit. Some of that. <laughs> Ghost, ghosty shit. <laughs> We're going to have merch that says ghosty, ghosty shit. shit. Oh my God. Thank you, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. I love it. <laughs> um, um, okay. So we were relaxing and catching up when the topic of ghosts came up. We both swore we had moments in our lives when we could feel the presence of a past on loved one in the air. She went on and pointed to the fruit trees at the back of the property and said, My dad used to love gardening. Growing up, we grew all of our own food and he taught me how to. I actually planted all those different fruit trees back there for him. You know, sometimes I go walking back there and I swear I can feel him right next to me. I remember she went on to say that her parents had actually very recently visited her. I was confused, but she said it was as if they popped in for tea or something, defying the fact that they had been deceased for 15 plus years. Oh Holy gosh. crap. Wow. Um, Okay. Wow. I wonder how like your grandma reacted like, um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked her what she meant when she had said, quote, visited. She went on to tell me about what happened with sugar. The sugar for tea. Oh, I don't Is it somebody named sugar. 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 Oh, sugar. 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 <laughs> Growing up, my grandma always had wiener dogs. I don't think that I ever have ever had a point in my life when my grandma didn't have at least one. Oh my God. I love wiener dogs. They're so cute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but out of all of the dachshunds, I think that's how that's pronounced, right? Dachshunds. Mm -hmm. She had none were closer to her heart than sugar. Okay. So sugar's a dog. Sugar was always beside. Her, oh, was always by her side, comforting her with her calm and sweet demeanor. She was the most loyal, loving, and steadfast dog. As a kid, I used to think that Sugar was my grandma in dog form. Although thinking back now, that sounds silly. <laughs> oh, no. I think like dogs take on the personality of their owners. Totally. And vice versa, yeah. you know. That's cute. So a year prior, Sugar was reaching the end of her life. Sugar was very, very old. And her health was declining rapidly at that point. And that time was very hard on my grandma. But one night she said that after sugar had been having seizures all day and she had gone to bed exhausted, something happened in the middle of the night. She woke up suddenly immediately. She sat up and knew something was at the foot of her bed. Oh, oh that sounds. she awful. looked, <laughs> she looked and in front of her were her parents standing there looking down on her with gentle smiles. Oh, okay. So it's not gonna, awful. Okay. Nice. No, I'm going to cry. She asked them, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Holy shit. She asked them, have you come for her? And slowly they nodded lovingly as oh. if to say it's time. Oh no, that's so sad. I need a moment. <sighs> Fucking <sighs> dogs, man. Okay. Oh. All right. She said she remembers just staring at them, not wanting to fall asleep and not wanting to say goodbye. Oh but slept eventually took her that morning. She distinctly remembers waking up already knowing that sugar had passed on. She went downstairs to sugar's bed and found her peacefully at rest and unmoving. Aww. My grandma buried sugar under the avocado tree in the backyard where the other fruit trees grow. She shared with me that it was the most painful loss she had experienced with any pet she ever had. 
But at the same time that night, her parents visited and came to take sugar. That gave her great comfort. She knew that they would all be together and happy. I love it when my grandma tells me that story. I think maybe part of it is because when people tell me ghost stories, they are scary and make me feel anxious. Same. (laughs) This is like such a wholesome one. But this story does the opposite for me. I like the idea that someone I love can still watch over me and those I care about even after they are gone. It makes them feel a little less gone too, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is my grandma's story, and I thank you for reading it. Love you, ladies. Oh, Marie. I love her. That was a I know. story. <laughs> I legit was concerned I would not get through that story. Uh, no, there is a point, especially, <sighs> like, uh, just, just, that was very, very intense. Yeah. yeah. That was so lovely, Marie. Thank you for sharing your grandma's story with us. That was very wholesome. <sighs> wow. Okay. Are you all right? Uh, I still have that, like, not in my throat anymore tea. Um, that was beautiful. All right. That was beautiful. Oof. I agree. Uh, do you want to hear a story that's really funny and also kind of freaky? Now no, we great. <laughs> change the I love gears how we keep going fast. kind of back and forth between, like, wholesome and cute and, like, fucking terrifying and really nice and really terrifying again. <laughs> it's a roller coaster, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're along the journey. You're along for the ride, guys. Okay, so I just uh, <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I just read my sister Tabitha's story. I'm gonna read my sister Amanda's story too because I just think hers is really funny. Like I personally, and I remember Ooh. it. So so, but I remember it from like at, like as a child. So like mm-hmm. it's just interesting her talking about it now and like what actually happened because they wouldn't tell me when I was a kid. They wouldn't tell me what happened. Oh, so, uh, treat. I just heard something really weird. Did you hear that? No, I heard it. It was like a, it was like, okay, well, I will just keep going. Um, so my sister's story is called Pencils and Ghost Boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the subject line on this. This is pencil, uh, pencils and ghost boyfriends, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yes. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Amanda, for sending this one. And I'm really excited to read it. Mm-hmm. And she says, hi, babes. I'm just going to dive right in. So when I was about 12 years old, there was this game. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, that's so perfect. We talked about it literally the last time we recorded. Yeah. Uh, so this game that everyone was talking about was supposed to be a cool way, a new way to contact spirits. All you needed was six unsharpened pencils and two people. Each person has to hold three pencils in a box shape, put them together to form a rectangle. When See, you- she described it so much better than way- we did. Way more eloquently. We're like, uh, there's the, you know, the pencil <laughs> pointing south, and then there's the other two ones outward, and then they go in and out. <laughs> they go in box and out. Box shape is so much easier. To you know, like they make like a, they make like a box, and then but it's a rectangle. You know, you know. Okay, so she continues. She says you have to hold them very loosely, as to make sure that no one is manipulating how the pencils are moving. Um, since we were very cr- Christian, we, we were very Christian, Ouija boards were a no-go. And being a 90s kid, and all we had were pencils in our household, so my dumbass thought it was a great idea. Ah, oh, youth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my best friend, cousin, this is Tawny. <clears throat> Hi, Tawny, if you're listening. Uh, I played a few times asking nothing serious, and all the pencil, and although the pencils moved, going inward for yes and outward for no... We didn't take the game too seriously. 
We even asked the spirits if we could talk to teen boys. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, like she wow. says, she goes, seance, but make it preteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she goes, how wow. <laughs> she goes, how boy crazy can you get at 12? Apparently, boy crazy enough to talk to spirits that were teen boys. Oh my god, I love it. Spirit, help my game. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, you get in contact with like a teen like you're 12 and you talk to a teen boy like, "Do you want to be my ghost boyfriend?" <laughs> Do you want to go? Do you want to go out? <laughs> Are you like going study now? Like totally. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um. So we were we were just flirting with ghosts? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Oh, the shame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but one night we were in my mom's room and we shut the door to make sure we had privacy. The pencils seemed to be moving with much more force than usual. And before I knew it, questions started getting more intense, asking about death and the afterlife. I don't remember yeah. all of it, but at one certain moment, we got a bad feeling. The air in the room suddenly changed. I got, I got goosebumps and my skin started to tingle. We didn't stop and suddenly the radio in the room switched on. It was Ooh. static. The sound uh. that was like stuck in between two frequencies, talking and music. You couldn't really make out what, what it was saying. We freaked out, um, but our dumb asses decided not to stop. Uh, <laughs> no, we asked the spirit if they, if they had put it on, and the pencils answered yes. We uh. asked it, are you in the room now with us? The pencils didn't answer. We were quiet and unmoving, waiting, and then we felt a movement, but not from the pencils. Our heads turned and tried to find the movement on the bed right next to us. <laughs> seemed to be moving down as if someone was sitting there the pencils Ew. went the pencils went flying and we ran to the door only to find what? this is this is what i remember only to find that the door wouldn't open now mind you shut up oh yeah oh. okay i have to explain something there were no locks in this house there were no locks on the doors in the house so it would not budge and i remember distinctly this happening so she's gonna describe what happens and then i'm gonna Wait, tell so you where Okay. So okay, this was at our it. old house. Like we were really young. Um, again, she was like twelve. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, so we began crying and screaming. This is what I remember: frantic, trying to get the door open. My mother and her husband, my ex stepdad, uh, ran to try to get the get open the now door. Oh God, I can't speak. Ran, t ran to us trying to open the door that was now jammed. Um, it seemed like it took forever, but I'm sure it was merely seconds. They got us out and we were finally and we finally calmed down enough to tell my mom what happened. Well, her being the Christian <laughs> that we've described in <laughs> past that I described in past, you know, stories. You can imagine mm -hmm. how life was after that. There was a lot of praying, a lot of anointing, and <laughs> pencils were forbidden in the oh house. Oh my god. <laughs> Pens only. <laughs> my sister goes on to say, as if I would ever fuck with those again. <laughs> She Did said, you guys like grow up only using like quills or something <laughs> going forward? She goes, I still get triggered by seeing multi-packs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. She says, my best friend and cousin, which is Tawny, uh, we still talk about it sometimes, but not in the wide-eyed, scared-to-death kind of way that we used to. We usually laugh about our ghost lovers who obviously just wanted to be near us. <laughs> 
but for real <laughs> thinking about it still gives me the heebie-jeebies she says love your girls' podcast especially the true crime keep it up love mandy melanie's um. favorite sister <laughs> <laughs> did you know that she, she wrote she wrote that i think she's trying to get me in trouble with all my other sisters <laughs> but you know i love you bitch <laughs> all right so oh that my gosh, was that, that one was, your turn that was awesome okay this next one is from my buddy darren oh, i'm so excited i know this story too yeah um but i haven't read it okay so my buddy darren's story um his his subject line is all caps story time <laughs> from Darren Orloff. He's so funny. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only way to start anything. <laughs> any emails, any text message. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Darren here. Below is the story I wrote. Feel free to edit this however you like to make it more readable. Smiley face. Haven't done this before and not much of a writer. Excited to check out the podcast. Have fun, Darren. Okay. When I was around 10 or 11, I saw a ghost. I was at my best friend's house spending the night. After a long night full of bagel bites and Nintendo 64. <laughs> <laughs> such a great painted picture oh already. God. We decided to finally rest our heads and go to sleep. We got situated in our sleeping bags and made space in the family room. The family room faced a large sliding glass door that looked into their back patio. The drapes were open and the moonlight was able to gently trickle into the room. We quickly fell asleep. Only after a couple hours, we both began to toss and stir in our sleep. And eventually we propped ourselves up in our sleeping bags and looked around the room. I recall laying down in my sleeping bag, glancing up and facing the large glass door. It took a moment, but as my eyes adjusted to the darkness, I saw a white blurry form begin to appear outside the window. Oh my gosh. It was large and filled almost the entirety of the tall sliding glass door. It was like the height. So it was like the height of the glass door or taller. Yeah. The more I stared at the image, it became more pronounced and the blurriness turned into statically vibrating pulse of soft, soft white light. Holy shit. Jeez. It was like white noise on an old tube television set, a buzzing static snow. Near the top of the window, an oval-shaped face began to show through the static white light. It had very soft features and had a gentle smile that became more focused the longer I stared. The form's arms began to laterally rise invitingly as if going for a welcoming embrace. For a few moments... How long exactly, I do not know. I lost track where I was and who I was with. Holy shit. I suddenly shook myself back awake and came back to my senses. I whispered to my friend, Kurt, Kurt, do you see that? Oh my God, what the heck is that? He whispered calmly, but alarmed. Okay, I did that wrong. (laughs) Oh my God, what the heck is that? He whispered calmly, but alarmed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, he he whispered calmly. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! But calmly. <laughs> what the heck is that? He whispered calmly. He was super calm, like even keel, like cool as a cucumber. <laughs> that was a good job. <laughs> we both saw it and just sat there on the floor, still and quiet for a few moments. I recall still trying to make out the different parts of the large figure. It seemed like it was wearing a long, thin robe 
with long draping sleeves that hung down almost to the ground, its arms still raised for an embrace. Ew. Um, while we sat there, I did not feel any sense of outright fear. This form did not impart any malice or evil. Gosh, Darren, you're so, so verbose. I know, right? He's so did not impart any malice. <laughs> <laughs> no, Darren, I fucking love you. This is very well written. <laughs> Too well written, apparently, yeah. for my education. <laughs> it almost seemed like a stoic and watchful guardian. We were scared in a way just out of pure surprise of being woken up to this phenomenon seemingly at the same time on purpose. Soon our surprise and excitement slowly dwindled and we were comfortable again and the form began to fade. It was gone quickly. The whole exposure of the form must have only taken 10 seconds or less. It felt like several minutes. We exchanged a few more words trying to confirm what we both saw. Our descriptions matched. I settled back into my sleeping bag and strangely enough fell asleep instantly despite the late night ghostly reveal. Yeah, really though. My f- <laughs> fuck. <laughs> How do you my- fall asleep after that? Even if it was like, like a good, like, did you see that shit? Yeah, I saw Well, I wonder shit. if whatever that thing was, was like, all right, boys, go back to bed. Like made them go back to sleep. Yeah. My friend and I occasionally reminisce about the night and the form we saw together when we were little kids. The memory is strong and vivid. I have wondered even now who or what exactly the form was. I have not experienced anything like that since. Maybe someday I may see the white noise visitor again. Oh, Darren, that was good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was that kind of is oh, that's so creepy that it was like as tall as the sliding glass door. I mean, like if you think about it, I feel like maybe if it was like an angel or something i don't know i remember you telling me kind of this story and i thought it was an angel but maybe he just maybe he thought it was a a ghost yeah i mean i i think when he first described it to me he described it like it might it, it seemed like it was an angel and the, i remember him when he first relayed the story to me that like the part with like describing how the face looked i, I, I remember asking him like how do you know it was an angel he's like i'm not sure i guess because it was glowing and it had robes and because like it had kind of like an angelic face like like, soft female like feminine features yeah if you think about like i mean like i i've well i was really young but i also encountered what i believed to be an angel or two angels and they they were very similar they didn't i couldn't see any wings but they were glowing and i could see i could kind of see their faces but it was so bright you know so maybe that maybe it was Maybe that's why he yeah. was able to go back to sleep so easily. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Ooh, I like that story. Thanks, Darren. Super good. Thank you, Darren. Okay, so the next one comes from my friend Ava Ree. I love you. Ava Ree. <laughs> Ava Ree. Um, she says, hey, babes, here's one of my many paranormal encounters. This is my friend that's Ooh. Wiccan, and she uh, she's described me some things that she's encountered, but I do remember mildly this not not the full extent of it but she did talk to me a little bit about this this uh experience um so she writes my friends used to live in an old house in the neighboring town it was around a hundred years old and filled with young loud car boys and girls wait filled with young loud car boys and girls does that make sense no a car boy and were they hanging in cars I think that's what it is. And filled filled with young, loud car boys and girls. Boys and girls. Car boy. 
young (laughs) she's like you're not even getting through the first sentence (laughs) I'm just trying to think of if it's like a typo what it could be young loud and maybe she maybe she just means that like they're like loud cars and the boys and girls are always like you know oh here listen listen she says lots (laughs) of lots of noises from the garage lots of yelling lots of general horsing around if I had just continued my fucking reading, I would have figured that out. I was often latched to and followed by their attic ghost, whom they named, what? they nicknamed Frank. Yeah. Oh. Um, he apparently quite liked me and my ability to pick up on his feelings. You can't see what's going on, but I've had like a sniffly nose like all day, just so you know. I was like, this Sound is going to be like, this is going to be like that commercial all over again. <laughs> <laughs> My nose is just gonna be dripping this entire time. Gross. Um, sorry for everybody. If I, I don't know if I'm gonna edit that out, but okay. When he got agitated with them, I told them to simmer down. And when he enjoyed one of their jokes, I told them. Oh, so okay. What she's saying is that when she would interpret what he was feeling, so sometimes got they, it. Sometimes he would be agitated with them. She'd tell them to simmer down, and then when they told a joke and he liked it, she'd tell them that. He liked it. Even when I was at my own home, I knew when my friends got back from an outing because Frank would perk up. Uh, Sure Mm. enough, when I texted them, they had gotten home. (laughs) Uh, This one in particular evening, I was uh, hanging out with two of them. And one of my friends was discussing how Frank gets salty and marches around in the attic. He hates when they... (laughs) He sounds like such a cute ghost. He hates when they... Sounds like a grumpy old man ghost. I love it. He's like still yelling at kids to get off his yard in the afterlife. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I remember like, okay, so so how I know Frank is uh, Avery was, I forget if she like posted something on like one of her like, you know, uh, uh, close friends like on like instagram story yeah it was something like talking about a ghost like being followed by a ghost and i was like oh my god what what's happening like really scared and she's like oh no worries it's just frank he's cool like he's just chilling with me <laughs> and she would describe like what they were doing it was really cute um so he hates when they open the door uh, to the unfinished attic which he claimed as his own and would proceed to stomp around <laughs> to make his displeasure clear before slamming the door shut we often heard him walking around one night i even said hello when he ventured downstairs and walked by me i felt his cool breeze brush the my Whoa. leg um my left side as i usually sat on the floor but this evening my friend was boasting about how he was actually the saltiest one in the house and no one could be saltier than him not even frank Uh Uh, seconds after stating that the baby gate at the top of the stairs to the the floor attic Mm -hmm. um, meant for the dog was flying down the stairs and crashed (gasps) into the wall the landing this wasn't yeah this wasn't a this wasn't a slip of the gate it was flying over the stairs and hit the ground wall as if someone threw it i then said i think frank actually is the saltiest insert ex-friend's name here um which was preceded by hearing frank laugh and then walk back to his (gasps) what she heard him yeah (laughs) what The rest of the night was spent feeling him come up and down the stairs and occasionally hearing a laugh from the attic. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, I am definitely the saltiest one. Overall- Whoa, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's overall a good guy. I kind of miss feeling his attachment, but my friends would, oh. have lo- would have long moved from that house and I haven't been back. It's just one of my favorite stories from him. Hope Frank is enjoying his new residence. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I just You're love that. Oh my god. Um <laughs> like Mr. Heckles. Yeah. I think he, I think he just likes he wants to be the group the grumpy old man. Yeah. He's oh. like, oh yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about actually hearing disembodied laughing, but that's wild and I love that story. Dude, what about like having a baby gate being thrown across the room? Like that sounds fucking so scary. I don't know Holy how Avery shit. is just like, yep, I think he means him. He's well, the one. geez, so much shit must have gone down for her to have been like, yeah. You know, yeah, Frank. Oh, Frank. Wow. Okay. All right. Your turn. Whew. All right. This is from my friend Ann Penny Packer. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, so the subject for this one is hunted. I don't know if it's mispronounced and she meant or misspelled uh, and she meant haunted, but mm-hmm. it says hunted. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. From Ann Pennypacker. Hi, Ann here. This is my first story. I'm not sure if this, this is the right kind of topic, but here goes nothing. I'll send more. I'm in between jobs and ready to tell some stories. XOXOXO. I love that you two are doing this. Here you go. Probably about a half dozen years ago. I So six. I, yeah. I was att- <laughs> I was attending a local basic drawing class during the summer by a delightful creative woman. We became fast friends through conversation about art, life, and everything big and small. Just side note, Anne is an amazing artist yeah. as well. We just know so many very talented artists. That's um, awesome. Yeah, she makes cat art too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to like show like show you a link of her stuff she's amazing uh okay so during the course of the class she mentioned that she would need to move soon to a new place nearby as she was experiencing neighbor troubles and found it best to remove herself entirely to start fresh without asking questions i offered to meet with her for lunch walk and a tour of a handful of apartment complexes in my neighborhood that i could recommend and she happily agreed so the day came and I headed to her current residence to hop into her into one car. As I pulled into the lot and slowly backed into a parking spot, someone else was pulling out next to me, and we connected in a sudden but not terrible bump. Uh-oh. The other driver seemed forgiving, as was I, and we shook hands and went in our own directions. Despite the cordiality of the experience, I was stunned, but the chances, as it just didn't seem logical, I hadn't seen a single person or car in the process leading up to the incident. Then again, is that always the case? But still, (laughs) Um, the friend showed me her current apartment and again expressed her intense longing to leave. And I could tell there was something she wasn't telling me yet. She smoked before we left. What was she smoking? I'm just wondering. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This is California. Um, uh, She smoked before we left and we could see that she didn't feel comfortable to sit complacently. So to settle, to stop moving. Wait. You could see that she didn't feel comfortable to sit complacently, to settle, to stop moving. Right. We eat and hit the trail. And it was at this point, the light chit chat about art and hobbies became careful and quiet. And she began to tell me why she's moving. Oh, man. Oh, man. As it turns out, 
A neighbor she used to have long ago is following her. She moved several times now, and each time she moves, this person finds her. Okay, this is when I'm starting to feel like the subject line is properly spelled then. Hunted. Okay. Okay. Um, ew. Oh my gosh. Poor thing. Ew. But how does she know this person is continuing to seek and find her? I ask. She finds things in on her front step. A, oh, oh. a clump of hair. No. A ribbon. Uh. Some herbs and sticks. Uh. Cloth and other items. Sometimes threatening but what? mostly mysterious. Ew. What? Neatly tied together in an intentional way, maybe to communicate something to her, but mostly to fulfill its own purpose. Okay. Gross. Okay. Sorry. Internally vomiting right now. All right. I'm still sniffing start- over here. I'm trying really hard not to, but I'm like <laughs> sniffing every other second. I'm so sorry to our listeners. No, it's okay. You're good. I'm d- I don't have the, I don't have Corona. I'm just... I'm nasally. Aller- right? <laughs> uh, allergies. It's probably I, allergies. I even took an allergy pill, dude. I don't know what the fuck is up. All right. So it started with the first residence when they were neighbors. And one day she found these signature curious bouquets of miscellaneous deviousness on her welcome mat. They would show up and she would nervously wait, expecting something to happen. She would try not to touch them while moving them away from her residence. Smart. Then it stopped happening because soon something else began to happen inside her home. (laughs) Are you allergic to suspense? (laughs) I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this. I'm trying. Oh my God, that was beautiful timing (laughs) inside her home. She would sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's amazing (laughs) i am the worst person i'm so sorry no you're good i'm really sorry oh gosh continue all right it's okay all right so she would try not to touch someone moving them away from a residence then it stopped happening because soon something else began to happen dot 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 inside her home things went missing things were moved Sometimes it seemed bottles in her home were no longer holding what they advertised on their labels. Oh, my God. A shampoo bottle changed contents overnight. What? She feared she could no longer trust the contents of her home. Oh, my God. That's really scary. As if they had been entranced by another, as if their purpose had changed and skin now feigning, a trust now broken. Oh, my God, Anne. I love how you write. (laughs) Oh, man. She left many belongings behind each time she moved. Shedding personal items so often left her with a barren apartment, one that also felt dark and overoccupied. Oh. In each new place there on her welcome mat would appear a new bouquet, including now at the current residence. She told me she heard whispering through her front door. She saw someone watching her through the fence of her back deck, just an eye. Ew. She felt another's presence stealing away her safe space, and it was time to take chase. Oh, that rhymed. <laughs> oh, my God. Anne <laughs> could write novels. <laughs> All right. I communicated an ignorant naivety about this behavior. Although I had my guesses, I wanted her to put it into her own words. She felt hunted by a witch. Oof. 
a modern Northern California witch who I would like to imagine probably drives a 1987 BMW, buys organic, and bitches about taxes being so goddamn complicated. Jesus. <laughs> Aside from my silly need to connect on some level with everyone, this is still a person who is enacting ancient rituals, opening unseen doors, and planting possibly ill-willed intentions on my friend's doorstep. For sure. I yeah. God, I wonder what prompted it. Okay, that's amazing. The next sentence is, I wanted to know what prompted this. When <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that happens, that's the best. I wanted to know what prompted this, but I didn't ask. I wanted to know more about what she's seen and heard, but I held back. I expressed my surprise that there's a danger we don't often remember to fear. Sure, there's criminals, identity theft, and bad parts of town but this was so intangible and police have no real defense against the dark arts, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, the, uh, unfortunately, there's no class for that um, in high school, right? Nope. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish there was. Defense against the dark arts with a new teacher every year. <laughs> oh my goodness, because of the curse. Mm, the curse. My dog is like all over me right now. I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys know, oh. but he just like. Came I wonder out. if Cass knows <laughs> he's. Like, I need to comfort her. He's probably like. <laughs> oh, Cass! Hi, Cass! Hi, Hi, baby! Oh, he's trying. To... Okay. Okay. Yes. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. He's like, I feel like you're in distress, and I need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Continue. All right. So. Uh, blah, blah. I'm oh, okay. N no real defense against the dark arts, if you know what I mean. She further went on to tell me that, yes, there's a darkness that constantly that's constantly battling to get through the door. There are demons and creatures waiting for a single person to even barely crack the door open, and they push through, clamoring, pushing, and fighting to enter our world. As, as we walked, the trail climbed a hill through a forest and peeked just at the forest's edge. And as we entered a sunny meadow with the darkness at our heels, I imagined we were leaving the dark world and demons suddenly halting their chase at the shadow's line with a piercing, dissatisfied wail. From the state of her life at the moment, she decided these behaviors and bouquets were ill-willed. She was being hunted everywhere she moved, and she wanted to disappear to make this dark magic end. It was at this point I realized I didn't know enough about her background, her current life, or her prior relationship with this person leaving her said surprises. What really happened? Who is this person? Why would this specifically happen to her? Right. And I don't know enough about magic other than the fact that I appreciate good magic. I love letting nature do the talking. And I got the tingles when I visited Salem as a child. Yeah. I began to see this friend in a new perspective. She was overcome, whether real or fake, bad or good. She was overwhelmed by something not only troubling and clouding her state of being, but also growing outside of her, reaching toward those who come close. Perhaps it was truly affecting her and those around her. Perhaps that car accident I experienced was a simple warning shot. A simple message, if read correctly, I've still got my distance and maybe if I'm wise, I'll keep it. There was a new darkness about her appearance a slowly saturating shadow that would eventually close in. I felt sorry for her situation and confused about which parts to believe. It was troubling to delicately walk the lines of compassion and survival. As we finished the walk and returned to the car, it felt difficult to connect through our discussions, like she had been walled in and no longer reachable. Oh my gosh. We visited a few locations of apartments that I recommended, 
and I told her of a couple more, and then I dropped her back off at her place. Afterwards, driving home, I still felt the forest shadow at my heels, stretching out its fingers, reaching as I ran, and sped lightly home. I tried to give myself closure for a clean cut and moved fast, but I feared it moved just as swiftly. Jeez. I haven't seen her ever again. I believe I emailed her once with little to no response. I sometimes wonder if she moved and where. I wonder if she's okay now or if it was too late. I sometimes imagine that world waiting at the shadow's edge, and I wonder if it saw me. Okay, that's it for today, folks. I can't wait to send more and hear your podcast. I've got some ghosts and possible possession stuff. We XOXO. <laughs> let's drink at Whisper Sisters sometime. Yes, I'm inviting myself, damn it. I love and... how it was like it was like this suspenseful end. And then you're like, Oh my god. The end of it with like such enthusiasm. That was the- like, all right, cool. That's it. <laughs> By the way, we do have to all like drink at Whisper Sisters. Whisper Sisters is an amazing um cocktail eatery lounge in downtown Petaluma it's literally drinkable magic I freaking love that place I feel like if things open I was just I was just thinking about this it's probably going to be like our world has changed now we're all going to be wearing masks and shit yeah it's gonna be weird yeah but um they do I know that for those who are in Sonoma County and especially those local to Petaluma and if you're listening uh Whisper Sisters please um support them they do make cocktails to go so you can go like up to their window and grab cocktails and take them home and you can still enjoy your whisper sisters. Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh. So that was Anne's story. Wow. And so eloquent. I know. Like, honestly, I feel like I, I don't know how to like, uh, portray these emails as, as well as I'd like to because some some like some people just write so well and so eloquently that it's hard for me to get that across you know when I'm when I'm reading it so I apologize if I botched anybody's story no you were fine yeah. I think we did uh, a good job this is a good first episode yeah. for listener stories did you um, um did you have mm-hmm. any more or is that the last one for you for this one that's for the last one for me okay so we have just so that way our listeners understand like we we chose to do four each just so that way we don't go over our hour 30 minute mark um I have submissions from a few friends of mine and then we just, as we were doing this recording, got another submission in. So oh, um, we will definitely be doing more of these uh, next month. Yeah, tune in to our uh, June 13th episode. Yes. Hopefully this breaks the ice um, <laughs> for people who are like maybe shy, like, oh, I don't know like what exactly they're looking for. Everything that we just read is what we're looking for and more. Like, exactly. please even like send in oh my god it'd be cool like if anyone had any like alien experiences that would be a really cool one um honestly anything true crime paranormal witchy any of that stuff please send it in um dreams we would yeah dreams send us your fucking dreams spooky (laughs) creepy weird things that have happened to you in your life even if you think that they're like and wholesome, simple or whatever and wholesome, things and wholesome. Well. yeah we we like the ones that make us uh, feel warm and fuzzy inside and then we go back to spooky shit <laughs> yes we'll go back and forth we'll leave you we like feeling a, good and then take it away yeah we like a nice roller coaster but this was a good episode yeah. i'm gonna have a good time editing this thank you guys so much for sending in your submissions and yeah, continue to do that if you have more stories to share mm-hmm. like we are we want to share them on this podcast yeah so. love to share them uh share uh, 
share yes. them. <laughs> exactly. So um, this is where the plugs come in. Um, again, this was our listener episodes. They happen every 13th of the month. Um, if you'd like to submit your story, you can visit our website, thenewwitches.com and go to our contact page. We have a form for you to submit your story in. Or if you want to type it out in email, you can email your story in um, at thenewwitches at gmail.com. And please follow us on our socials. We are at The New Witches on both Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, The New Witches Podcast. And we are on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash The New Witches. Uh, please support us. We have goals for this podcast and it, your support means the world to us. Um, we understand, especially during times like these, that any little thing is very extremely generous, uh, but we would love to get supporters and our way to pay you guys back as being patrons. Uh, we'd send you a nice um, handwritten thank you note and patrons do get exclusive like Patreon only privileges. Um, you get exclusive detailed blog posts. Um, you'll have our complete uh, catalog of episodes. Hopefully someday we'll um, you know, work up to doing bonus episodes. You'll get uh, amazing videos, uh, card reading videos spells. from our, yeah, wonderful Melanie, detailed instructions on like spell work, mm -hmm. um, just a lot of, a lot of exclusive content. Oh, and you'll also be added to our close friends. Do the close list. friends thing. Yes. I'm yeah. so excited. I want to yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. So we can so do we'll, like, you'll, if you're a patron, um, you'll be added to our close friends list on Instagram. So you'll see exclusive content on our Instagram stories. Whew. Yep. And you that's did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, one yeah. day I'll I'll learn some of it <laughs> like just you know it might not come out as uh as concise as you do it but I'll try <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be anyways yeah that'd be great do it Thanks so that so way we can continue yeah. doing this yeah it's just it would be because it would be so the, amazing. the other thing is that like we put a lot of time into this podcast. I think anybody yeah. doing a podcast, there's a lot of editing and such that goes into it. So if yeah. you feel let alone that we do two episodes a week, just the fact that you guys are do, listening yeah. is amazing. Yeah, we love guys, that. We, so we appreciate it so much. Thank you guys for for giving us support. And oh, and please do leave us five star reviews. Oh, yeah. Always do forget to thing. mention that we got our first. Oh, my gosh. We got our first five star review. I want to read it. Yes, out. yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. It, um, I couldn't believe it. It was like posted on our launch day. Um, oh, my gosh. Shows. Where are we? And we already surpassed uh, our 100 listens. So <gasps> really? And have, yeah. And we have 55 subscribers. Can you believe? Can you guys? Oh, believe? my gosh. Can you believe? Can All right. So believe? our first five star review was from um, I don't know how to pronounce this username, but it's T X R N S T I L E. So Tixrenestal. I don't know. <laughs> five stars. New fave. Love this new podcast, and I can't wait to hear more. Short, simple, and sweet. I love it. Thank yes. you so much. Oh, and part of uh, we love to do like um, shout it out. So if you leave us a review. We'll shout you out. Also, if you join Patreon, we'll give you a name shout out on our um, episodes. Um, yeah. That's so cool. thank you so much, guys. Because that's cool. That's the cool way, kids doing it. That's, that's what we do. We cool. I've had yeah. at this point way too much wine. So. <laughs> and with that, we bid y'all adieu. Have a good one, guys. Stay witchy. Stay spooky. <laughs> stay <Have> witchy. A <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>